Oh, oh, we're live. We're live. We're back. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> yeah, to do that right before we went live. Okay, thanks. Uh, coming up, we did seven Disney resorts in seven nights, and you didn't. Don't you wish you were us? Coming up next on the Diz Unplugged. <laughs> he tells you a good point. Wow. I can just do it from here. <laughs> It's all right, Dustin, really. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 569, for the week of February 5th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is sponsored by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you want to help support the show, go to www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com and ask for Teresa. She'll not only hook you up with a great cruise, but she'll also send you hourly updates on exactly what her cats are doing. You could be enjoying such classics as Klaus poops on the rug, or Klaus likes to drink out of the toilet 24 times a day, all at no extra charge. Or you could just friend her on Facebook and get... Okay. Or you can just friend her on Facebook and get the same thing, but at least this way, you get a Disney vacation out of the deal. So go to www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. I couldn't hear all that. Does Teresa drink out of the toilet? No, Klaus no, does. does. Klaus does. She has to push Klaus out of the way so she can. But, um, okay, well, welcome welcome back, folks. Uh, as you can see, we're still getting used to doing this live, and all that noise you hear. In the background is we, we finally were able to get Tom Bell uh, out in Disneyland. How are you, Tom? I'm good. How about you, Pete? Oh, okay. That's uh, Apparently, you're on cellular, not Wi-Fi. No, there's no Wi-Fi at Disneyland. Haha. <laughs> the castle's not tall enough for the tower. <laughs> oh, 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 you're going to... Click, click, click. So where in Disneyland are you right now? By the castle, I think. I... I don't have my contacts in, so I can't see. It doesn't help. Trying to walk away from the speakers. Yeah, they jump off the trash can. Okay, so w where are you right now? I'm actually in front of the construction site for the new fantasy fair. Okay, and what's going to happen there? <laughs> that open it, uh, That is going to be our new meet and greet for the princesses, for the Disney princesses. <laughs> opens March 12th. Uh, little junior princesses will be able to meet three of their favorite princesses. Plus, there will also be a show going on. I don't know if you can see it behind me. The old uh, Carnation Plus six times a day, they will have shows there, a traveling vaudeville type show. And that will feature Belle and the Beast. And it will feature Rapunzel. Wait, be hold on a and second. So those princesses were there. Hold on a second. Yeah. Belle and the Beast are going to do a vaudeville show. <laughs> is, is Disneyland no, 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 no. is Disneyland starting they, to reach? They have. They they have two for two performers to bring in, and they will tell the story of Belle and the Beast along with Belle, and then tell the story of Rapunzel along with, with Rapunzel. <laughs> We have this bizarre <laughs> image. It looks like Tom's soul is separating his body. And we can see up his nose. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the connection isn't that great. That it can, can, but he's, at, yeah, fa he's yeah. at Fantasy Fair in Disneyland, which opens March 12th. 
and we're junior princesses, which is how we refer to Tom usually as a junior princess, um, uh, can go visit with senior princesses. But uh, bring your banjo, and and they're going to do vaudeville acts. Yeah, I think this is fascinating. I like that whole piece. It was very Japanese. Horror movie. You kept awesome waiting for Godzilla to eat Tom. His lips didn't match what he was saying. I like looking at the people looking at Tom. Like, what is he doing talking to his phone? Is he holding the camera out in front of him? Yeah, he is. He has <laughs> to hold it up higher. And people are people are mocking you behind your back, Tom. Oh wait, come here. We'll do it to your face. We're brought up right. But I'm I'm uh, I'm excited. We're going to be getting to go out there in a in a few weeks. So I'm very excited about that. And what's the weather like out there? It looks kind of gray. And it, is, it is a little dreary. It's about 57, 58. But you're in Disneyland, so I guess things could be worse, exactly. right? Exactly. We should see if Tom will do stuff. Tom, go up to people and like dance with them or something. <laughs> <laughs> do some like jaywalking or something? Yeah, let's see what people will they do. They won't be able to hear you, though. That's all right. Only you have to hear me. That's okay. We just want to watch you do something stupid. <laughs> Go up to something. I'll tell you. I'll feed you lines to say. <laughs> oh, look. It's his soul separating from his body again. <laughs> all right. Well, Tom, go and enjoy the rest of the day at Disneyland. I know you had a drive along. Uh, you had a long right. drive out there, but uh, we job, appreciate Tom. you Thanks. skyping in. Have fun, guys. Have a great show. All right. Thanks. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, Tom was all Tom was all bummed that he didn't. Uh, we were trying to get him in the the news show, and he was kind of bummed out that uh, we weren't able to make the connection. But that's the reason we weren't able to make the connection because cell service in Disneyland sucks, and they don't have Wi-Fi. So we got to get Tom a little MiFi device so he can. I was gonna say, Tom, the four-faced man. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, Lord in heaven. All right, so let's go ahead and talk a little bit about our adventures. A few weeks back, we decided to do seven resorts in seven nights, as the people in the production area are knocking stuff over. Yeah, this is definitely a garage operation we got going on here. They're back there in the Interior Illusions Lounge. (laughs) (laughs) They're untucking. Teresa teased her hair, but all she really did was piss it off. <laughs> are, we, are we throwing shade? Is that what we're doing? All right. I like it back here. All right. So There's no wide shot back there. <laughs> so here was the here was the general idea behind this. Um, we we wanted to uh, you know normally we update the resort information on the site, the photo galleries, videos. We uh, every time we do one of our normal reviews which are, you know, usually spend a couple days at the resort and really kind of dig in and get to experience the resort. We did not do that this time. Instead, what we did was say, let's just go check it out. We'll get a room in every place and, you know, see what the rooms are like and update the photo galleries, update the, uh, the videos and do some blogs and, uh, you know, information, stuff like that. So what we're doing here, not necessarily a review. We didn't stay long enough in any one of these resorts to actually do a proper review. But what we did was we made sure we ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner at each place. If it was only a food court, we had breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the food court. Kind of get an idea of what that would cost and what the food was like. Uh, If they had a table service restaurant, we did that. And at least in two instances, that was unfortunate. Um, 
and we'll get to that. And uh, just kind of get our general impressions. Uh, the, the first resort that we started out with was uh, Port Orleans French Quarter. Can I ask a couple questions before you start? Sure, absolutely. Um, you just went through the normal channels. You booked a regular room. Correct. You didn't have to do anything special. You didn't use any special means to get your room. No. Okay. No. Um, whenever we do any of these, uh, whether it's our regular reviews or something like this, we pay whatever the publicly available rate is. If we can get an annual pass discount or a spring, you know, spring room offer or anything like that, we'll, we'll take advantage of that as long as it's publicly available and anybody can get it. Um, and uh, one of the things I noticed first, normally you do January, uh, room rates are you know, pretty much bottom dollar, um, as cheap as they'll get for Disney. Not the case this time. Um, I'm telling you, Fantasyland has had such an impact on traffic. You know, uh, the Magic Kingdom, if you're a cast member, you're blacked out of the Magic Kingdom on your main gate pass through February. Um, because everybody's talking about why. why. Why are the crowds so so bad this year? You usually come in January and it's empty. Fantasyland really has drawn a lot of people. And it's driven the price of the hotel rooms up. $162 a night at Port Orleans French Quarter, which wasn't too bad, uh, for a Garden View room. And I, you know, I, I've, had, I've had mixed feelings on French Quarter. My last review of French Quarter wasn't that good. They were in the middle of their rehab. Just wondering if you wanted to go to the video, kind of an overview. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. That's okay. right, Dustin. Dustin did an overview video. And I'm going right into this, and we want to run this overview video first. Awesome. Thank you very much for that, Dustin. That's a nice compilation of the seven videos that have gone up uh, with these resorts on our YouTube channel. You'll find links to that and everything else on our show notes page, disunplugged.com. So, yeah, like I said, we started off at uh, Port Orleans. What? What Are you you laughing at me? I'm not. Why? Dustin has just told everybody in chat that that's actually, or Sean just told everyone in chat that's actually Dustin playing the guitar. (laughs) (laughs) And he was playing it live while the video was playing. And the banjo. It was very deliverance. Um, We started off at Port Orleans French Quarter. And like I was saying, I've had kind of had a mixed bag with Port Orleans, uh, with French Quarter. The last time I stayed there, I brought my mom. Uh, and we were doing the review, and they were in the middle of their rehab, and we happened to have rooms that had not been rehabbed yet, mm-hmm. and they were atrocious. I mean, there was just all sorts of things wrong with them, trying to call maintenance, trying to call housekeeping uh, to get things fixed, and people weren't responding, and it wasn't until I said something on the show a few weeks later that all of a sudden I start getting phone calls from port French Quarter saying, how can we make this right? I'm like, too late. You should have done it while I was there. But so I wasn't sure how how this was going to go. Um, but I have to say, you know, now the rooms are all rehabbed. And I thought they were real. I thought the rooms were really nice. They're beautiful. They're elegant. They're very elegant looking rooms and very comfortable. Um, now uh, all the moderates, excuse me, most of the moderates, with the exception of Caribbean Beach, all have two queen size beds as opposed to those horrible double beds. And these were all pillow top mattresses. They were nice, good quality mattresses. And the rooms, I thought the room was really nice. One thing about Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter, the safes were small. These were not safes that were large enough to fit 
You can only really fit an iPad in them. An iPad, yeah, yeah, uh, as opposed to your laptop, which was different when we got to Caribbean Beach. Caribbean Beach at least had that. But there was so much more wrong with the rooms at Caribbean Beach. We'll get to that. uh, Kathy Worling will be burning me an effigy (laughs) uh, at the end of Caribbean Beach. But uh, Could you... Tell us a little bit about the room. So what was so nice about it besides the beds? Just the the, the, the decor. Uh, the decor was really, uh, let me see if I can get one of the pictures up here. Um, oh, there we go. Um, you've got the purple and gold, the pur- bedspreads. And, the, you know, it's like the goldenrod on the walls, uh, the dark wood, uh, the purple. And, it just had that, that French Quarter, New Orleans feel without coming across as tacky or overdone. Just really... And we found the same thing at Riverside with the new rooms. Very elegant. It didn't, elegant. It didn't look like Mardi Gras threw up in the room. Right, exactly. I say, from what I can see from the picture I'm looking at, it looks understated and, like you said, elegant. Yeah. As opposed to just crazy Disney nuts. And I've noticed, this with, I've noticed this with the rehabs they're doing now on all the rooms at the resorts. Uh, I don't know who they've got designing them, but they're doing a really good job in terms of finding that the right theme to match the resort without going crazy in the rooms. Uh, that has not reached Caribbean Beach yet. Uh, the moderates, uh, as well as the values, for those who aren't familiar, uh, two sinks, two sink basins outside uh, the toilet and shower area. Uh, that's, you know, so one person can get ready while somebody else is showering. I don't know. I'm not a fan of this. Personally, I, just give me a sink in the bathroom. Let me go in and get ready. You can wait until I'm done. This is big with families because, like I you said, person can get ready. Another person can be showering. Well, again, this is something that, that transfers to the cruise line for Kevin and I. Yeah. We don't like the split bathrooms on the cruise. And I know people love them. And that's great. But Pity, you got to have them when you got kids. I, I, no, that's I true. That's I understand true. completely. I, re- I get it. I really do. It's just a personal preference. However... I tell John all the time, we watch these decorating shows, my bathroom time when I'm getting ready to go out is about 25 minutes. I want the whole thing. I don't want to share it with you. I don't want two sinks. I don't want to ask you to get out of the way. Get out. And God forbid you have to brush your teeth after somebody's been in that bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Mm. What are you you trying to say about Julie? (laughs) No, No, poor Julie. Oh, Oh, I thought you were saying Julie. No. No, but also what I like about the the bathrooms and all the um, all the resorts actually they had that privacy shade, so if you know somebody wakes up early, they need to get dressed, and somebody's still sleeping. That's usually me. You can pull that privacy shade, block out the some light, of the light. Always comes around that thing, it's but still, current, it's not it, a bank vault. It's a it helps a little, yeah. but um, the general theme of the resort, uh, you know, very colorful, very much, very much that New Orleans French Quarter feel, except there were no people. Um, we, you know, being there in January, uh, this resort was pretty dead. Yeah, it was really dead. Uh, and so that this this is one of those resorts where it feels more authentic when there are a lot more people milling about. Um, but it's also nice to walk around. It's small, but it's relaxing. It it's is. A relaxing the layout's really resort. nice. It looks like a little city, like you're walking around the streets, right. and the buildings are organized, so it's almost like blocks. <laughs> I think this is one of the most. Uh, well, I don't want to say well-themed resorts, but it, it puts you in that vi- environment. You really do feel like you're in that city atmosphere. And I'm sure, like you're saying, it would be better if there was, you know, people there. Right. Um, one of the more uh, one of the more creative slides, uh, water slides at their pool. Um, I forgot what the name of this. The sea serpent. The sea slide. serpent. Yeah. It's a. It's basically a big lizard throws up your kids. Um, <laughs> is what it looks like. But it's really cool. King Neptune's riding them and. Um, 
you know, it's a cool, it's a cool water slide. I like this pool a lot. There's something about the vibe of this pool mm-hmm. that just I like. Uh, nice pool bar right there. It's bright. It's large. And uh, you know, it's funny because uh, we were walking around with our cameras. I mean, you know, four of us go in there. It's Dustin, Sean, uh, uh, Corey, and I, and we've all got cameras. And there's a the company that insures. Disney and the pools is called Ellis. Oh, Ellison Associates. And apparently what Ellison Associates will do is they'll go in looking like tourists and be taking pictures oh. of the lifeguards to see, make sure they're always watching the pool. They're never supposed to take their eyes off the pool. Make sure they're wearing a pro- proper So Corey's attire. walking around all the resorts saying, we're not Ellis. We're not Ellis. And, like, <laughs> and then like the lifeguards are yelling at each other, it's not Ellis. It's not Ellis. <laughs> they're not Ellis. <laughs> um, but... Uh, because Again. they were freaking out, we, I could tell they were freaking out. They started, they started roving the pool. They started like really concentrating. They thought we were there to yeah. film them and audit them. Exactly. But go ahead. I was just gonna say this is kind of unrelated. But we went to dinner the other night and we're taking pictures. And someone asked us what we were taking pictures for of our food. Oh, every yes. single place we went. I think this is going to be the new thing now. As people are going to start asking, "What are you doing?" We just heard that restaurants in New York are forbidding photo taking in the restaurant. It's insane. You won't be allowed to take pictures. I think that'll probably be the coming thing that you won't be allowed to take food pictures inside a restaurant. Well, the first day at uh, Port Orleans French Quarter, we we were asked by a manager. She was probably the manager of the um, the bar right there. She was asking what we were doing, and as they should, you have you have a group of guys walking around taking photos at a pool. There are kids and bathing suits. And you said you had a six-pack of Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah, we had to reassure that, look, we were not... (laughs) (laughs) That if we do, if kids are in the shot, we we crop them out, and we try our best not to get kids, you know, their faces in the shot. Now, uh, one other thing at uh, French Quarter that was definitely improvement over my last visit was uh, the food court. I thought the food... Sassagula Floatworks is the name of the food court... I thought the food here was excellent. I mean, the last time we were there, like for breakfast, like even like scrambled eggs were greasy. I mean, I actually, I think I remember taking a picture of something uh, that I'd ordered for breakfast and the amount of grease that was on the plate was disgusting. Um, I didn't see any of that this time. I mean, it was, everything was really fresh. Really good. I want to bring up some of the food porn pictures. I got to tell you, the picture of the restaurant, it looks so clean. Oh, it was very clean. It's like spotless. And Dustin um, Dustin got hit on by like a 75-year-old uh, uh, worker. <laughs> oh, I was... Uh, yeah. Male or female? Oh, she was a female. I was going to oh. include that in some of the videos we did, but I thought better of it. Um, Hairnet? Well, she kept talking about... She kept. I don't want to mention her name. Yeah. But... She kept talking about the Muslim king or the, the Islamic king. It was really king. uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, she kept talking about, why do they have an Islamic king up here? Well, at first I thought it was trivia. Like, she was trying to quiz us on the, like, the, the masks. <laughs> no. And then I realized she was actually asking us yeah. why. As if we would know Did the answer. Did they think Dustin was Middle Eastern? Well, I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, in, in the Sassagula Floatworks, they have, uh, this is actually... Uh, props from Blaine Kern. Pro- props from Blaine Kern Studios. Who is like that's like the big studio that does all the floats for Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. and these are authentic from his studio or their studio, and so I guess one of them she thought was a Muslim or an Islamic king, and this apparently had her bothered, uh, but it was. Uh, it's like can we just eat our beignets, please? <laughs> well, that's it. Um, the beignets are the signature 
bakery item here. One of the things I really like about most of the moderates and values, the baked goods are done on premises. So these guys start making this stuff at 5 o'clock in the morning. The beignets are made to order. and it's, As they should. And they were great. And they were delicious. They really were delicious. But, you know, all the baked goods I thought were really – I mean, the bagels. I mean, then again, they're, they're Florida bagels. So if you're from New York and New Jersey, don't <laughs> get excited. But um, still, it's made fresh. Cupcakes, uh, cookies, things like that, all made fresh, uh, which I thought was really cool. The chocolate cupcake was oh, that looks really good. out of this world. It was Ooh. so good. It was like a brownie cupcake. Are people Ooh. seeing this as you're scrolling? Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, I'd... if it's on that screen, then right. they're seeing it, yes. Um, and then now this, the carrot cake was not made fresh there. This is kind of prepackaged, uh, kind of grab and go. But uh, I think Corey had the shrimp po' boy. And uh, what'd you think of that? It's what I expected to get from there. It's not, you know, I'm from New Orleans. Right. So I, I can't really, it's, 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 not, not, it's authentic. not, it's not authentic. It's not served on that French bread that I'm familiar with. So it's kind of like us and bagels. It's kind of like you, yeah. deal, you eat with what you got in front of you, knowing that it's not as going to be as good. It was as enjoyable, like, but it's still right. okay. Um, I'm not going to go for all the resorts. I'm not going to go through every dish we had, mm-hmm. but right. um, the tuna salad sandwich I had really, really good. I think. Who had the beef po' boy? I Sh- did. Uh, no. Yeah, it was weird because it had french fries on it. I know. What was that about? I don't know, but I put ketchup on it. And it was really good. <laughs> okay. What is it? That's how the Islamic king eats it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> loves Craig, you have to look lively or they're telling me, look alive. What are the people? <clears throat> Smile. Yeah, yeah Craig, Craig is, uh, Craig's, Craig's a, a great guy, but he has absolutely no affect. I mean, there's just no response from him. We're going to tr- start trying cattle prods. Yeah, I just got a text message from somebody. Poke him. Does he move? <laughs> it's like jiggy on the housewives. I'm watching some of the prices that are going past. They don't look that expensive. They're not bad no. at all. They're not, that's the thing. And this is kind of what I, I wanted to point out, that for breakfast, the average was about $8 a person. For lunch, it was between 10 and 12 um, dinner about 12 to 15 Really, really reasonable. Portion sizes were really good. We found this true at... All the values in the moderates, portion sizes were good. Prices were very, very consistent. What was what, cha- what was different was some of them like actually had some good food and other ones not so much. But generally speaking, portion size, price, very consistent. And I think they've kind of done this with their counter services. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, do you think it's because of counter service restaurants like Art of Animation that they've sort of made everybody step up their game? Um, apparently not everybody because some of these food courts were horrible Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that what they've done is because of the dining plan they've gotten the prices at all these places very consistent and this is why I had a hard time we were talking about the Disney dining plan a few weeks ago I'm not really sure how counter service the counter service plan I don't, I'm not sure how that makes sense. I, I think I, there you was have no to way get the most expensive entrees. You ha- it's the only way because you have to really plan. You're and talking make sure. thirty-six dollars a person per day, and you get two counter service meals, which means okay, you get your refillable resort mug is included with that, so that's good for about sixteen bucks. Um, but that's not per day. No, that's over the course no, of aver- the. You're right, averages over the course um, of your stay. So you basically have to be pulling about at least sixteen dollars a meal. Uh, to make this worth it. And I don't know. There was no way I could have done that um, with uh, what we were eating. I mean, yeah, you get a snack. You get uh, an entree uh, and dessert with uh, 
with dinner. Um, so it, it just, I don't know. I, I was really having a hard time seeing how, and again, I'm not an expert on the dining plan at all. So I'm sure there's strategies out there for doing it. But I just, we kind of wanted to go into this as people who really didn't know a lot about the dining plan and take a look at, you know, would it be, would it be worthwhile for us the way we were eating? Like, you know, Corey doesn't want to eat breakfast, so he's getting a banana. Um, and we would never have used our, our credits for breakfast because that's the least expensive meal. So you have to use it for lunch and dinner. And like Sean said, you pretty much have to get the most expensive thing on the menu, whether it's what you want or not. I was a part of the 999 club. Pretty much everything I ordered at the food courts, that's how much it was. How much, were the, how much were the beignets and the um, muffin that you showed? I know uh, the beignets. two ninety nine, and that's for an order of three. That's a good price. It was. Really it was, and that price. was one of the that was one of the uh, snack credits you Are could you, use for that. Do any of these locations accept tables in Wonderland that you found out? Um, some of them do. Uh, most of the food courts will take it. Yes, right now, okay. most of the food courts will take it. Um, I'm but, kind of answering asking questions that go along with the live yeah, chat. Yeah, most of the food courts will take it. Um, not all of them. Uh, but yeah, we found we've had we had pretty good luck with tables in Wonderland. Uh, I've had pretty good luck with tables in Wonderland. What, what are they saying? <laughs> One lady's complaining now. She knows why she lost all the auctions. On the it's Nancy Johnson. <laughs> oh, was that you? <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of the items that you for those watching the video, a lot of the items you see here uh, came off of eBay, and a lot of those from Theme Park Connection. And uh, I'm extraordinarily competitive when it comes to ebay and that's why i don't do it very much because i will pay 200 dollars for a license plate and i did and you're only seeing what's in the shot there are things that that are yeah there are things you can't see there are also things we haven't put up yet pete i've been um taking little pictures back here and posting on facebook oh that's nice (laughs) i was just informed that restaurants that don't have a sit-down restaurant they will accept tables in wonderland there you go go. resorts that don't have a sit-down restaurant Except tables in Wonderland in the food court. Yeah, we didn't use tables in Wonderland on this. Again, we wanted to kind of keep it, uh, in you know, consistent with what most people would do and what would be on the dining plan. You wouldn't use tables in Wonderland on the dining plan, so that's why we didn't use it. But, I think it's uh, funny adding the collective knowledge here. I think that's great. I love this. I love this. Um, all right, our second resort. Uh, first of all, just general impressions. French Quarter. Would you stay there again? Yes. If I want a relaxing feel, absolutely. I, I I've would. never even stayed there, but I like the feel of that restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's it's what, got an urban feel to it, which kind of, I think, is different from every place else. Yeah. It's got like a city street feel to it. I, I would have, want a water view, though. I think that would that would be a lot better. I, uh, I'll tell you, I, uh, I would absolutely stay there again. I actually kind of want to. Um, I noticed that after doing this, a few of the resorts that I was either – not keen on or ambivalent to. Um, I want. I like. I find myself wanting to go back. Um, and Port Orleans French Quarter is one of them. Like I said, the last time I was there, wasn't wasn't that great a uh, wasn't that great of an experience. Um, going to uh, Riverside. I, I, one of the things I want to mention about Riverside. Well, first of all, let's uh, talk about the price uh, of Riverside. Um, Two twenty seven a night. Wow, that's a big difference. Um, we had originally booked the uh, I originally booked a, a royal one of the royal rooms, uh, and found out that we'd already had that stuff on the site. We needed Magnolia Bend, 
So I had it changed. So I got a, I got about, I think it was ten or fifteen dollars off uh, the cost of the room. But still, over that two hundred dollar mark in January at a moderate. Do you think it had to do with the weekend? It could have. We were coming yeah. up on marathon weekend, so that definitely dr- uh, drives the price up. Um, it also drove up the amount of time it took to check in twenty minutes. Um, and I didn't do online check-in for that one because the my Disney Experience Plus Magic Plus <laughs> uh, website was I, I could not get I could not I was able to get online check-in for French Quarter that was it the rest of them every time I went in to try and do it it wouldn't allow it um, so apparently my Disney Experience is wait online um, <laughs> so wait did you switch resorts at the re- you switch rooms at the resort or before you. When we there. when when I got there, when okay. I got there, I said I'd prefer something in Magnolia Bend. Okay, yeah. and uh, they switched us over. How did they handle that? Was that handled smoothly? It was handled smoothly at the time of check-in. Uh, the problem was that it they still uh, it was weird. We got our keys. We went to the room. We were able to get in the first time. The second time we couldn't get in. We went back. They recut us keys. We were able to get in once. Not a second time. Had to go back. Turns out they kept like coding the key for like a one-time entry. Um, and then the last time they coded the key, they coded it for the room number I should have been assigned if I'd had the royal room. Um, and that is not a resort that you want to have to walk from your room all the way back to the main walk. building. You have to go across the island. It yeah, I, they were like there were bridges and boats <laughs> and Indiana Jones, <laughs> and it was in a whole adventure. It was a whole adventure. <laughs> but again, you know, you talk about you talk about the rooms um, of the values and the moderates that we stayed at. This was the room I liked the most. Uh, it was there was just something about the color schemes, and I am scrolling through eight million pictures <laughs> to try and get to a room. Um, there was something about the color scheme. There was kind of like this moss, uh, moss green on the walls, a Wedgwood blue um, comforter. Again, queen size beds. I liked the um, the the artist's drawings on the headboards uh, depicting the resort. And you have that oak, and you have the uh, looks like a granite tabletop. Uh, it's very room. soothing. It was really soothing, really comfortable. There was just something about it. I'm, I kept saying to myself, coming back into this room after a day in the parks uh, would be really, really nice. And the, it, and it's also part of the feel of of the resort itself. I think that you know it's very it's huge. You know, just very relaxing. Even if there are a lot of people around, there's still this really relaxing feel to it. Because it's so spread out. And, you know, this, again, was not one of the resorts that was big on my radar, but this is another one I would love to go back and stay there. It's my favorite. And for the rooms, in terms of values and moderates that we visited on this particular trip, that room was my favorite. The smell was wonderful. It smelled smelled like a new room. What is the, are you using a fisheye or something for this Yeah, this is, this particular shot that I took, uh, we're using a fisheye lens. Do you think this is an accurate representation of the size of the room or is it distorted because of the picture? Well, Well, we have both versions. The real walls aren't We have have both. The one under it, look at the one under it. Just just a regular room. Because it looks like there's a lot of room between the bed and the, which you don't usually see. Well, we take the fisheye so that people can see the The entire room. Right. Um, but then we have non-fisheye pictures that gotcha. show them show them that. It's a nice room. But very, very nice room. Really comfortable. Um, I give this room really, really high marks. 
Um, I give the resort in general really high marks. Where I don't give it high marks is in terms of the food court and that vile restaurant, Boat Rights. <laughs> Why they have not sunk that boat at this point is beyond me. I have never gone in there and had a good meal. Never. Us either. And However, we did have good food at the, um, the food court. I, I found I personally found the food court food to be definitely below what we had at French Quarter. Mine was I, I, my food was great there, but you had a bad experience for your breakfast. Yeah, yeah. What did you get, Pete? There was like eggs and you had an omelet, just basic. No, I had scrambled eggs. The problem with that was they were scrambled the day before, Ooh. and so that wasn't good. And I just I don't know. There was just whatever I got there for lunch as well and I don't remember what I had for lunch but I remember like okay this really just isn't good did they still have that uh, create your own pasta bar yeah that was open mm-hmm. I did the create your own omelet that morning that came out fresh but the, the hash brown potatoes were I never a little cold. breakfast <laughs> I don't either so I had to really force myself but that's what you have to do you have to you know if you can do the, the make your own then you know it was cooked then otherwise right you know and, and that that kind of bothers me don't I understand if it's nine o'clock, nine thirty. Don't still have out the eggs you had at seven o'clock. You know, maybe it's time to scramble some. Again, you're not even scrambling eggs; it's a mix, for God's sakes. It's not even—they're not even like real eggs. So, I don't know. For lunch, I had the the beef and blue ciabatta, and that's something we saw pretty much consistent throughout all the yeah. all the food courts. But it was slightly it, different. Sometimes it was warm, and sometimes it was cold. Yeah, there were variations really of it, but I remember seeing that on nearly all the all the menu items. But mine at Riverside was wonderful. Yeah, that was, I think, my adult breakfast platter. And uh, <laughs> 629, and it wasn't good. And when you bit into the sausage, it was like biting into an oil refinery. Um, <laughs> you know, 669 for Corey's Create Your Own Omelet. Um, Sean had the healthy breakfast power wrap. I thought it was pretty good. It was just egg whites oh, who and a were green you trying tortilla. To impress? <laughs> well, that's how the week started. He was, as, we, exactly. yeah, as it went on. You can you add what? bacon to the power yeah. wrap? <laughs> we were talking about that early on. Okay, maybe one of us should try to get something healthy. Yeah, that didn't. Um, who had the fish sandwich for lunch at Riverside? Sean, oh, you that did. might have been me. Yeah. Okay. I think you waited a half hour for it. They had oh, to go yeah. catch the fish. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I was like, it looks yeah. like the tail's still on it. <laughs> um, the Cajun chicken sandwich? Yeah, I had that. That was awesome. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, the beef and blue ciabatta? The winner. Nine ninety nine. That was wonderful. And, uh, oh, that's right. I don't, I, we didn't put up what I had. For, I forgot what I had for lunch. Uh, Did you have I lunch? I don't think you were there for that. No, I'm almost positive mm-hmm. I had lunch. Mm-hmm. No, I think you had to leave for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. That was, yeah. okay, never mind. Somebody having a sale? <laughs> UPS man was coming. I, I just want you to know that someone has said that our video looks relaxed and natural, and it looks like we've been doing this for years. Well, we've been doing the show for years. We're just trying not to do anything different for video. <laughs> We're being video. <laughs> We're trying very hard not to do anything different Stop for video. Doing those wide shots. Oh. Yeah, okay. Really? We yeah. Dustin loves to do the wide shots. Tell me to inhale first. <laughs> um, the um, boat rights for dinner. The only decent thing cornbread? was the cornbread. Oh, we love their cornbread. But there it is. That's not a reason to go. But that's yeah, certainly no, not a reason to go. No, don't go for the cornbread. No. House of Blues is the reason to go for cornbread. Yeah. Okay, I like these. The, the, these were good. But yeah, the, they were the, good. Okay, first of all, we have people listening, not watching. We're talking about the uh, Cajun season, seasoned crawfish bites served right. with romalade. This looks like the adult platter. 1049. Um, I didn't need any of these. 
What are but they? What's the protein? They were crawfish. a little yeah. crawfish. Uh, they were a little overly salty, but still good. And then Sean, you had the, uh, I had the Caesar salad, and it was pretty basic, but it had like um, prosciutto in it. He was yeah, trying to be healthy. It's just a... And I had the French onion soup. That looks good. Oh, it wasn't. Well, that burnt cheese part looks good. It wasn't. <laughs> let me tell you, it was like it, it was like eating. It was like the, the soup was made with dirty dishwater. <laughs> um. And it had, it was just, it was an awful flavor. It just, it didn't work. It didn't work. And I'm sorry, it's French onion soup. We're not breaking new culinary ground here. There are recipes out there. Look up a few. Um, and then uh, who had the catfish? Yeah, I did. Um, I, not my favorite. I mean, the fish was cooked well, but I it had a weird, like, uh, I, I, the chive aioli. I didn't like, I guess. Maybe just the mercury in the fish. Yeah. The people that are watching this live at work are starving. I just want you to know we're torturing them. The uh, grilled pork chop with uh, amber ale barbecue sauce, cheesy grits, and onion rings. Yeah, that's what I had. I actually liked it. I'd never had grits before. (gasps) What? This was the first time I had grits. Oh, the really? southerners! The southerners are clutching their pearls. <laughs> grits? The the are you serious? had grits. It's going to be a riot in here. I had, uh, and and again, I really encourage people that are listening to the show as opposed to watching it right now. I encourage you to go check out the food pictures we took. Uh, Blog.wdwinfo.com, um, and you can kind of see this. This was my grilled beef tenderloin served with mac and cheese, uh, crawfish beignet. And red demi, uh, a red wine demi glaze. Now I don't particularly care for crawfish, and I said uh, to the server, at hand of God, I said, "Can I just get something else in place of the crawfish beignet?" No. <laughs> no substitutions. Uh, okay, am I am I exaggerating? I, it was yeah. really weird. I had three people sitting there yeah. with me. He actually just said, "No." And I, I laughed because I thought you must be joking. I said, no, seriously. He's like, no, the chef doesn't make substitutions. The chef also makes crappy food. Didn't he seem flustered that, that night? It really it's did. Like, it's like he well, just it's like checked, checked in and came right to our table. There was, yeah, uh, I, I, the service was terrible. <laughs> and then, so the chef will not replace any food, but he can't cook tenderloin either. These two th- things that were on my plate were... First of all, I order my, my my steak done medium. This was well done. Are those those things in the middle? Yes. They look like dog paws. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I finished I think uh, dog the paws, rest of his food. I think dog paws would have been tastier. Um, you know, the whole mac and cheese with the red wine, demi-glaze, leave that to Jico. You can't do it. Um, you know, this restaurant uh, doesn't ha- – they don't, they, they don't have chefs. They have cooks. These are line cooks out of some greasy diner somewhere that they throw into this kitchen to make this food. They give it names like grilled beef ten, uh, tenderloin medallions with mac and cheese and crawfish beignet and a red wine demi-glaze. You know what? It was no good. And it was twenty seven forty nine. Um, And that's why I just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like Charlie Brown with the football. I keep going back thinking, you know, maybe this time it'll be better because places change and sometimes and we, we have a story about that when we get to Caribbean Beach and Shutters. So you'd be amazed. Places do change. Things do happen. Then new chefs come in. New ideas come in. And I keep hoping that's going to happen here because this could be a really nice restaurant. It's in a great location. It's got a, a nice feel to it. It's got like a captive audience, too. It really does. Um, but I'm telling you, save yourself. Don't waste your money. Um, so, I'm again, I'm not going to go through all the, uh, 
uh, all the items, but we really were not happy with... People are saying you're making your Jersey face. I am. Well, it's... it's Born and bred. Born and bred, baby. Um, The other thing we did here that we didn't do anywhere else, we rented a... (laughs) Uh, sorry, by I don't suppose by any chance we have that video. I thought it was a good idea. There's portions of it in the video that I could play. What did you do? Oh, right. We have we do have a video. You know, this might be a good time. Okay. This might be a good time to play that. Uh, Dustin put together another little video. And uh, uh, these are all going to be up on YouTube, folks. So if you're listening to the show, uh, this part gets the video parts where we go to the video is being edited out. But um, you can uh, go to YouTube. That's where the good and, stuff is. And check them out or just watch the show on demand. But uh, Dustin did a, a cute little video kind of chronicling some of the things that we were doing during this trip. So I'll let Dustin take it away. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah. So you had to rent the golf cart? We rented, uh, no, it was a Surrey bike. <laughs> oh, uh, we had so to pedal cool. our way around. And that's why I'm like, oh, dear God, I'm over this. Because like... <laughs> And then, and then that one, Dustin, what, like not pedaling. Oh, I'm shooting. Oh, yeah, well, you got to pedal now. Did you pedal? Um, I pedaled. Yes, I did. I did pedal. I, just so you know, we know you can hear us. They all seem surprised that they can hear us talking while the video was going on. Oh, yeah. Well, that was and on we, purpose. Yes, we knew you could hear us. And we were making fun of Sean and pointing at him and doing his hand gesture. Now, for the people who just saw that video, you can see what we look like at all these dining locations with our cameras taking close-up shots of food. Next time, we need to take photos of the people staring at us like we're <laughs> yeah. insane. Yeah, yeah, we get a lot of that. People are like, what are you doing? The video went to black screen and yeah. cut out for a lot of that. Uh-oh. All right, well, that's going to be up uh, if, you, if you weren't able to watch it. Someone asked if Beyonce was here because the lights went out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The answer is um, yes. It, she it, did the single lady stand. It cut for some reason. What, the stream cut? Yeah. I'm going to go back on. Okay. We're still live, folks. This is not a loop. We have not cut you to anything else. We know you're here, out there. I don't think they can hear They, can hear, they can't hear us, the stream cut. Oh. Sean, tell them we're okay. <laughs> we're okay. Someone says, well, that you're sweating like a pig over and over. <laughs> okay, we're back. We're back. Thank yeah, God. sorry. The stream, the stream cut out, folks. Um, and uh, that's just going to happen. But uh, where, where the hell were we? You're finishing up. Oh, yeah. I don't so, know where we cut out. Where'd we cut out? Uh, during the video. During the yeah. video. It, it, it'll be on YouTube. Yeah. Go watch. You'll enjoy. Um, all right. Caribbean Beach. Let's talk about Caribbean Beach. Oh, let's just say Port Orleans. Loved it. Loved it. There's a lot to do there. The marina's beautiful. It's a great place. If, you're, if you love taking photos, it's a photographer's dream. It is. Oh, my gosh. Can the I pools little, are great. Can I give a little hint? Something we do when people are in town we go to downtown Disney and we rent one of the pontoon boats and we drive it down or we ride the transportation down to Riverside and Port Orleans and the French Quarter and get off the boat, look around, go have something to eat and get back on Wait, the you boat. dock your pontoon boat there? Uh, no, if you take the... I was going to say. The pontoon boat was just cool to drive around and right. see the resorts. But if you take the transportation from downtown Disney, you can get off and then walk around. So it's one of those things where if you want to do some resort hopping... It's a cool way to do resort hopping. All right. Now, let's move on to Caribbean Beach. Um, I kind of have a love-hate relationship 
with Caribbean Beach. I really do love the theme. Um, I love their food court. I think their food court is really unique and interesting, definitely different than the other ones. Um, I, I love walking around it. I mean, it really is a beautiful resort. Why can't they clean their rooms? I, I've had this problem now. You know, it was funny. I was talking in the last show about how uh, we had done this thing around the world in 30 days. And I found these old tapes from that. And we were getting ready to do one of the interviews. And we hadn't really started yet, but the camera was rolling. And I was talking about how we had just stayed at Caribbean Beach. Now, this is back in 2000. We had just stayed in Caribbean Beach. And we were really hoping they gave us a much nicer, a much better room because the room was run down and dirty. And then I had the same problem a few years ago. They had to move me to another room. But this one took the cake. I don't think we have the pictures up. We have to get them up, though. Um, the ceiling, uh, the, 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 the lamp coming from the ceiling was literally exposed wires. I mean, it was just completely. Why? On the, we had a corner room. On the... Uh, Ledge? On the blinds. Oh, ah, yeah. On the blinds. I'm not. Ta- I'm talking about. We have a picture of Corey's mm-hmm. finger completely covered in dust. It hasn't been dusted in months. Kathy Whirling's on I four. She's on her way over. <laughs> <laughs> I know. As I said, she's going to burn me in effigy. Um, the sprinkler. The sprinkler head in the room literally had dust and cobwebs coming off of it. Like they bought it um, on property control. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, the killer was that when we closed the front door to the room, like when we were inside the room, the back of the RFID do- of the door handle that covers the RFID component mm-hmm. for the room fell off. <laughs> Just fell right Just off. Just fell off. And so there was <laughs> and again, you know, we're talking about Y'all were already in the room when I got there, and I walked in. I, rem- I remember asking Sean, "Does it smell like bleach in here?" The it's, it didn't smell like bleach. It smelled like mold, like mildew. It, they it might was even better. To They've been trying to probably kill the mold yeah. with the bleach. And that's a, that's also a good thing about what, what we did with uh, hopping from resort to resort. You know, starting off at French Quarter, then we see the rooms at Riverside, and then coming here, I was like, "Whoa!" Well, this became an ongoing an ongoing issue. There was a, there was a hint of bleach in the room at Caribbean Beach. We get to Pop Century and All-Star Movies. We literally, I mean, you couldn't be in the room because the smell of bleach was so overpowering. At uh, All-Star Movies, I made them move me to another room because I even to take pictures, I couldn't be in there. Um, the one at, no, uh, no, I'm sorry, it was Pop Century where we asked to be moved to another room. It was yeah. All-Star Movies. Where we aired it out long enough, but I think here's the problem: is that we got we got in, we, you know, we were checking in early, and we got in early, and I think the room had just been cleaned, and I think later on in the day, if you get into the room around three at check-in time, that smell has probably dissipated. But the um, I think so, because you'll see people on the board say, "I got into the room; it stunk like bleach," um, and other people saying, "Oh, I haven't had that experience." I think it depends on when you check in. I think if you're checking in at, you know, three o'clock, you're probably yeah. not going to smell it. But if you if you if you get there at nine o'clock and your room's ready and you go in, it was just cleaned. Um, again, uh, as compared to Port Orleans, Riverside, and French Quarter, uh, instead of having two queen beds in the room, these have two double beds. Pay two twelve a night for this, almost what we paid 
for French Quarter or for uh, uh, Riverside. And uh, most of the rooms here are Nemo themed, uh, Finding Nemo. So it's characters from Finding Nemo on the bedspreads and scenes from Finding Nemo on the border around the top. Very Caribbean in terms of, you know, that kind of mint green on the walls and very vibrant colors around the uh, on the uh, the bedspreads. Um, I kind of like that. I kind of like that Caribbean feel, that Caribbean look, the colors, you know, the, the high contrast. But the rest of them, not so tacky. much. <laughs> okay. I, I had a, I think I had a pretty accurate description of it. It felt like the seashore inn at Myrtle Beach. And I don't know what you guys think, but that's what it makes me yeah. think of. It, 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 you know, look, it's well, not, it was hard to love this room after seeing the other two. Yeah, it, yeah. it just didn't. It just didn't compare well, um, especially like I said, the smaller beds. Um, the, uh, these rooms are also also fourteen square feet smaller than the rooms at uh, either of the Port Orleans resorts. Those are three fourteen. Uh, this one is three hundred. That might be why they don't have the two queen beds in here. I'm not sure, but this did have the full size safe where you could put a laptop, which I liked. Um, Have you guys ever seen the pirate-themed rooms here? Yeah. Uh, the pirate-themed room, the first time, I, last time I did a review of a couple of years ago of Caribbean Beach, I got a pirate-themed room. And when I found out that there was no like mattress and box spring set up, it was a piece of foam, basically, a foam mattress on top of a piece of plywood is what constituted yeah. a bed. Um, and the amount of dust in that room was ridiculous i called i complained they were wonderful moved me right away to another room and the room i got the second time beautiful same 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 no i didn't go to a pirate okay. room i went to a uh you know a room similar to the the one that we was that the room where you found underwear or something oh no it was a shirt in the bathroom laying on the uh side of the bathtub I was remember. that caribbean beach yeah that was caribbean beach what, I was what is up with caribbean beach why can't what's they? i don't know what's going on with housekeeping there but it's apparently been a problem since 2000 because i have video evidence that i didn't like it then either um, somebody just said they found dirty washcloths in the bathroom and underwear under the bed again yeah uh, someone else had that experience there's a real problem with housekeeping at Caribbean Beach, and it's a shame because the resort is beautiful and it, it deserves better yeah. than this. The pool is incredible. The pool is amazing. I love all the sandy beach areas around the resort mm. with, with chairs under the palm trees and the hammocks. It's just, the resort is beautiful. It is. And then you have it's to go to your room. Absolutely stunning. And it's a great resort to walk around, especially if you like to walk. But you get, you know, again, theming, brilliant. Yep. Yeah. Brilliant theming and beautiful resort. It deserves to have clean rooms, at least. You know, we can argue back and forth as to whether or not the color scheme is tacky or what. That's all personal preference. But I think we can all get behind dust the place. I think I think we can, you know, right. agree on that. Um, uh, Old Port Royale is where the, uh, the food court is. And like I said, the food court here, um, a bit different, I think, because it was one of the first ones built. Um, it's kind of set up as a Caribbean street theme. It's nice. So up above the ceiling's painted blue, and then there's like lights strung across, so it looks like a little town you're walking through. Yeah, and it's it's you know they have. Uh, I'm trying to bring the. It is really cute, though. I mean, I I don't know that I was expecting that. I've never been. It's weird. Before this, I had never been to uh, anywhere. 
French Quarter, Riverside, or Caribbean Beach. I'd never set foot on a. So I want. I want. I want one of our devout listeners. To go back to the beginning of, of when Dustin started on the show, I want you to count the number of times he says, I've never done that. <laughs> okay. But, uh, again, I thought, I thought the food in the food court that I had was very good. Um, steak, egg, and cheese quesadilla, I believe. Oh, yeah, I had that. It was you really that. good. Uh, I took a bite of that. That was really good. The Mickey-shaped waffle. I mean, those are pretty consistent. They were, they were very consistent. It was good. It's a waffle and sausage. Um, we didn't. We don't have mine up here. I had. Uh, I had my usual scrambled egg platter. I got that right. everywhere, and that was really good. It was very, very good. Um, for lunch, uh, beef and blue on ciabatta bread. Um, this was. I think I got this. Oh no! no this I, actually, uh, I did, did this, you? and this yeah, is was cold. cold. Yeah. Okay, Which that's I think right. It was supposed to be, but it was so different than the one Corey got at Riverside, or French Quarter. And cheesesteak. Who got the cheesesteak? I think Dustin did. Mm, yeah, I'm almost positive you did. No, oh. I got the Cuban. I think you got the cheesesteak. No, I, got, I thought I had the Cuban. <laughs> we'll fight about this after. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I had the cheesesteak. But what I I do remember are the homemade chips. Yeah, the chips are really with good. the jerk seasoning. They really yeah. should be selling this by the pound, these chips. They were unbelievable. Best homemade chips I've ever tasted. Can you get a side of chips? Like extra? I'm guessing you could probably order it. Yeah. I didn't try, but I was like, I was ready to go picking through the garbage to see if there were any extras because it was they were really, really good. I have to say something, though. The, these pictures, are, are the are the pictures accurate? Or yeah. Because yeah. everything looks sort of monotone color. Everything looks just sort of beige. Well, we were by the window. <laughs> that looks beige. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just my Do we eyes. have these labeled? Yeah. Someone has pointed out that the word is B-L-E-U when describing the cheese. Uh, All right. Turn off the live feed. Yeah, really? <laughs> They're really. annoying us now. They're correcting us. If you believe us. the good stuff, you have to believe <laughs> the bad stuff. Yeah. There you go. Um, now, dinner. We said we were going to eat. If there was a table service restaurant, we were going to eat there. And we said, okay, well, that includes shutters. So, you know, I made the reservation. I hear they closed the medical examiner's office inside. <laughs> um, well, what they've done is they have brought on the head chef from Disney Cruise Line. And they have changed up the menu. They're about to change it up again. They're going to change it up again in April. And I got I to gotta be honest with you. The food was amazing. It had nowhere to go but up. But I'm going to say, if you bring in the head chef of Disney Cruise Line, it better get better. Hey, they, uh, one of the sh- uh, chefs had also told me that uh, um, most of the uh, most of the crew in the kitchen now was all brand new. There's only a couple of people there that were that have been there for a while. The rest of them were all like in the last six months. So I, I really I, I would encourage you, Kevin. Um, wait for the next menu change in April, but I would really love to have you go back and see what you think. Uh, it's on our list of re-reviews. It, is. it was. This is, it's one of those things that was just such a complete disaster. Right. Tables next to us weren't clean, so the fact that they've cleaned house—that's with air quotes around it. I've got to say this too. Thing. Right. This is this is great. I mean, I love that they're fixing the food courts. Me I too. love that they're fixing restaurants. We want them to be good. Absolutely, of course, yeah. of course. I, I and just we were expecting because. My experiences there in the past have been terrible. Your experience certainly is now legendary. Uh, we hear from other people; they don't have a good experience. You know, I haven't had good experiences there. Some people have. Some people have loved it. Um, but I was pretty much going in expecting it to suck. Yeah, yeah, same here. And 
It so didn't suck. <laughs> it was the I, I got to be honest. Everything, everything from the appetizer, main course, dessert, everything was excellent. Fresh, creative, different, themed around you know, the, the whole Caribbean theme. It was it was awesome. Um, mixed green salad. Do we remember who had the mixed green salad? Oh, I salad? had that. That was incredible. The, the dressing on it was had a nice spicy, a sweet and spicy flavor to it. The mahi bake. That's what I had, and it was that fantastic. Was yeah. I think you, you were the winner on that. Yeah, you really seemed to they enjoy that. They had just done a feature on the uh, Disney Parks blog the day we went there, and so I saw some of the menu items, and so that's why I went with that. And I did the chicken wings. They were out of this world. As John used to put it, bones dipped in acid when you were done because <laughs> there was just no meat left on them. Absolutely fantastic. Um, <laughs> oh, this thing. <laughs> wow, the Caesar salad. It was just, it was a piece of, it was a cracker and some lettuce. <laughs> this is, but this is how it's done. Yeah, I know. Very, this is how it's done. Yeah. Um, this is very consistent with, okay, come on, get back to it, get back to it. Um, so Caesar salad, you had that. Uh, the pasta picante. Oh yeah, that was really good. Shrimp, Spanish chorizo sausage, spinach and goat cheese, seventeen ninety nine. Fantastic. And Dustin really loved that. The Trinidad roast chicken. Oh yeah, that was mine. That was yours, eighteen ninety nine. It was good. It was kind of basic, you know. You don't expect much for chicken, but this was really good. You got um, a lot of it too. The Caribbean braised boneless short ribs. This is what I had. Slow cooked in a light curry sauce, mashed yuca, and Yukon gold potatoes, twenty four ninety nine, worth every penny. It was. Really, just, I mean, tender, delicious, you know, and it was really, it was kind of a chilly night. This was a hearty, almost like a stew. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was great. It was and fantastic. Yeah, Corey was eating everybody's. Like, Oh, I finished the food. I yeah. couldn't send that back. Corey has an appetite <laughs> like nobody I've ever seen before. Uh, New York strip steak was Cor- uh, Corey's, right? I love steak, and I, I eat steak a lot. This was really, really good. The char on it and the, how they seasoned it was incredible. The chef came out and told us what he what he used, the rub he used. And as soon as I remember what he told us, I'm going to buy some. But uh, he actually gave Can a- you do a split screen on this that shows you the current steak in the picture of the autopsy <laughs> really? that we had? <laughs> <laughs> well, what was funny was that the chef admitted very readily which I was really surprised because it was delicious and Corey was raving about it. He could have said, oh, yeah, it's a special rub that we make. And No, he's like, this is commercially available at Whole Foods. And he gave Corey the name of it and Corey oh, yeah. was able to like, go order it. You can order it on Amazon.com. Well, the rub? Um, yeah. The- I use one that I buy at Fresh Market called Awake a Steak. Love it. Yeah, but the fact that he told us. The fact that he was honest was about that. Right. And, uh, you know, I thought it was really, really cool. Um and the fat left or the gristle left on the steak after I was done was minimal. Yeah. And again, you're talking twenty nine ninety nine for a New York strip. That's a very reasonable price. Looks like a good size. Did and it say what size it was on the menu? I want to say that was a 12 ounce. Yeah, it looks about a 12 ounce. Um, and then for dessert, banana peanut butter cake. There's that smudge Kevin likes. <laughs> the skid mark. <laughs> the skid mark on the plate. Um, was really good was really good the no sugar added angel food cake i had that was excellent uh, you know it's i love when i find no sugar added dessert that doesn't taste like it was no sugar added it was really really good uh mango tart again very good and look at these prices 549 for the mango tart 549 i think they were all 549 no that 
uh, banana peanut butter cake, seven forty nine. So again, it, this was a really reasonable meal um, in terms of price for four adults. Um, the food was really good. The service was really good. And I think whoever this new chef is should be given a medal because he's done something extraordinary with this restaurant. And See, I don't think that's true. I don't think it's extraordinary. I think turn, the turnaround is extraordinary. Right, I that's what I mean. I expect the food to be good when I go in to sit down right. and pay for it. You know what I meant. I, I do, mean, but the, I just... I, I, think, also, I also think that you mentioned at the other place that some of, sometimes they think, well, people have to eat here anyway. So why do we have to go bother right, putting like in the, the top um, of line stuff? The boat so, place, boat rights. Yeah. I, I think to myself, I love to see a restaurant turn around like that, but I think everybody has a reasonable ex- right to expect that the food will be good when they go in. And I think when it's not, people should say something. Yeah, exactly. So I would like to know, what do you have in this house to eat? Because <laughs> I'm mean, really hungry. Right now, nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Teresa, go to Publix. Yeah, okay. Yeah, really. Chicken. Fetch us some chicken, some subs. Uh, so overall impressions of Caribbean Beach I love the property I hated the room so you wouldn't stay in that room I wouldn't stay in that room if it would I would try one of the other rooms for sure I love the property I think the kids would love the property let them run around the playground they had was incredible but they would love the pool I think the marina is nice I just it's that room does the Caribbean Beach offer any upscale rooms or no. are they all the same no pretty much all the same so it's not like you can get you didn't know with any of the with any of the um uh moderates or the values it's pretty much location is what you pay extra for view is what you pay Except extra for, for. i'd like to upgrade upgrade to a clean room <laughs> yeah really can i <laughs> upgrade to more, a clean room? i would try the pirate room good luck sleeping on that bed yeah i mean the pirate rooms are themed very cool the theme the theme is amazing but, but yeah, the beds are there's yeah. no box spring and no real mattress Carol, because she's the only one who's sitting there not doing anything. Sorry, that's it. We got a feminist rant about asking the only woman in the room to go get food. So, Oh, seriously? She's the only one sitting there. Look, do the cut to... See? <laughs> I'm paying attention to this conversation. I don't even think you were awake. <laughs> cut to Teresa. Um, all right. Wilderness Lodge. This was another uh, resort that was on my ambivalent list. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the whole National Park Service Lodge design. Um, you That's know, Grand Ca- doesn't impress me at the yeah. Grand California. doesn't impress me at Wilderness Lodge. I like Animal Kingdom Lodge, but not for that reason. Um, it just, it not, it's ain't nothing wrong with it, just my personal taste. So, you know, but Wilderness Lodge, okay. We wanted to make sure we got uh, a couple of, we wanted to make sure we did a couple of value resorts, a couple of moderates, and a couple of deluxes. So Wilderness Lodge was one of the deluxes that I I picked. Now, I get into Wilderness Lodge, go to check-in, and we uh, basically ordered a standard room. And uh, the price on that for that standard room was $3.47 a night. Again, keeping in mind this is January, but okay. I, but you know, okay, that's fine. And checking in, and there was a, some issues. There was some issues with, uh, you're in the process of doing the switchover of some of their systems and some things weren't downloading. We had this problem at a couple of resorts. Uh, but you know, I don't get impatient with them. It's not their fault. Um, they'll get it right. And I was in no rush. And so we were making conversation with her. She's talking about our cameras and right. 
all this other stuff. And I, she's like, I'm going to have to rebook this reservation. I said, okay, it's not a problem. I said, while you're doing it, just tell me, you know, can I, you know, what's the price difference if I want to upgrade to concierge? And she's looking and she said uh, the price difference was going to be about $140 more. And I figured, okay, you know what, let's check out the concierge lounge and see what that's like. We'll kind of add that into what we do with this. I think that's a fair thing to do because people do that a lot. Right. As long as like, people you know. show up and say how much for a better room. For right. Concierge. Exactly. And so it was like I said, it was like, I think it was like 140 And there were issues. There were issues getting the keys cut. There were issues with the computer. And I said, listen, we have breakfast over in Whispering Canyon. So, you know, you, I, I don't want to miss my reservation. You know, and she's like, oh, I'll bring them over to you. I said, you don't have to bring them over to me. I'll, when I'm done with breakfast, I'll come over and find you and you'll give them to me then. So we went and had breakfast at Whispering Canyon, came back, and the keys were ready. But then there was a problem with the reservation again. She had to do it again. And I guess I understand some people would probably get impatient. And I just wasn't. And some, there are times that I probably would get impatient. But I just wasn't in that space that day. And I kept saying to because she was really concerned about it. And she kept apologizing. I'm like, I understand. It's okay. And she said, um, at the end of it all, uh, gives us her keys, signs us her rooms. And she said, the upgrade is on us. Wow. Sweet. And not only did she upgrade us to concierge, but they put us in a deluxe room, which is the two-room suite that's got the full bedroom and then the sitting area. And I was really, I was like, you don't have to do that. I, it's really nice, and I appreciate it. She's like, no, you know, you were so patient. And I'm like, okay, that's really cool. My grandmother used to say you get further with honey than you do with vinegar. Yep. And I, and like I said, it wasn't like I wasn't trying for that. I just you know, was in a space where I'm like, okay, it's all right. And here's a great cast member. Oh, she was amazing. She's a cast member who was concerned, who was wor- who was trying to do her best, probably something beyond her control, but decided, let me do Honest, this for my guests. I'm really glad you brought that up because at every one of the resorts, I have to say, I have to say, I think without exception, we had great cast. Good. Oh, yeah. Good we had great cast. I, I Whether it was at check-in, uh, in, the, in the food, like... Um, I wanted to make a point of mentioning at the food court in uh, French Quarter, friendliest people checking you out. Um, or even the beignet lady. She the beignet nice lady. Room. She yeah. was awesome. And, you know, I asked if we could get uh, how much would it be for like a fourth beignet. And she just went ahead and made because there were four of us and the only three come in the thing. And I said, I'm happy to pay extra for it if I've got to get a second one. And uh, she said, I, I went ahead and put them up. Work one in there for you. So, I mean, stuff like that. I just, you know, and we found this all over, uh, you know, with, with each place. We didn't come across any nasty cast members. We didn't come across any rude cast members. Didn't come across any incompetent cast members. And it was really, really nice to see that consistently, especially when you're doing seven resorts like that in such a short period of time. You usually can find one or two that aren't going to stand up. She was, this, this lady at uh, Wilderness Lodge behind the counter, she was amazing, though. She was really amazing. It's good to hear. Um, got into that room and our, you know all of us just our, our jaws mm. cut because we didn't realize that it was going to be like that. We just thought it was a a nice room. Um, what are you trying to tell me? For some reason, not, they're not in the gallery. They're here. Oh, okay. So we don't have the. I had an email the other day. Somebody had asked um, if there were fans in the deluxe rooms, and I didn't realize until I looked at the photo. There's no fan. There's in no. There. There's no ceiling fan in the deluxe room. Yeah. Um, hmm. In but, the bedroom, I think there was. Is there not? 
No, there's... Oh. No? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No. In Animal Kingdom Lodge, there is. But the room is beautiful. Beds, I mean, you know, again, you, you expect it in a deluxe resort, but this really was very rustic, very, again, really well-themed, very comfortable. Sean actually got, got to stay there that night. I did. I was very lucky. It was beautiful. He went out in the balcony and started singing songs to people. Yeah. <laughs> it was all 5 a.m. You were all by yourself in that two-room suite? Yes. He was. Wow. Don't cry for me. You called Argentina. your friends Kevin and John? Really? <laughs> I, I should have. Evita? Yeah. I know you. You. this is a personal preference for you. I think this is a beautiful resort. I love it. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. I like yeah. the arts and crafts Well, decoration. you know, after... After the experience checking in. After getting a better room, I loved it. Well, <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it definitely gave me a, 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 positive, right. a, a positive feel. I think that happens when you get upgraded like that and you're not expecting it. Um, I will say breakfast at Whispering Canyon was fantastic. Yeah. Before we go further, did they know you were doing a review no. when you checked in? Nope. nope. So you just checked in as regular folks? Yep, absolutely. No, they never know. They never know. With 47 cameras? I don't think their cameras look any no, different we than have, any other. We have d- DSLR cameras. I mean, okay. we have, you know, they're nice. So it's just a question. Yeah, or? they're nice, but no, no, we don't. Uh, no, they have no idea where they're doing a review. Um, and uh, yeah, I've never had that happen, you know, before where like we got upgraded like that. So that was kind of cool. But I did, you know, I definitely did have a more positive impression after that just because of the, the cast interaction. Um, and uh, I was saying Whispering Canyon I thought that was a lot of fun and yeah, there's a lot of fun things kind of like um, 50's Primetime Cafe that the, the servers and cast members will do to kind of make your experience better so like they throw the napkins at you um, the there's like a shtick about the <laughs> I hate that well see our server was really good because he could judge who was at the table so he knew right. how to how far to go with all of that stuff. So. Right, he was. And if like, you ask for ketchup, they bring you all the ketchup, ketchup in the restaurant, which and I thought was funny. And again, if that's your thing and that's what you're into, that's great. It just happens not to be our thing. But what I like is, if you look around this restaurant, the kids are having a great time. Oh, yeah. There's a great kid restaurant. And, uh, you know, we uh, got the Canyon, all you, the all-you-care-to-eat skillet, Canyon skillet, which is really good. Um, food was really, really, really good. And... Uh, Roaring Forks. I wasn't there for lunch. For I wasn't there. Yeah, you weren't there for breakfast. I wasn't there for lunch. What did you think of Roaring Forks? I love that quick service. I do too. Yeah, they have the the same homemade chips, not the same seasoning as Caribbean Beach, but they do have um, their own homemade chips, and they're really good. We like their that quick service location. Yeah. <laughs> the disappointment always comes for me with Artist Point. I just can't get. I mean, it's not a terrible meal. It just isn't a very good meal. I agree a thousand percent. And it's not <laughs> worth the money. Yeah, my Is this at Artist Point you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, I find Artist Point to be an absolutely beautiful restaurant. I find the food pedestrian at best. It was overpriced. I know my, I, my entree was overpriced. I just don't think it's... I don't think there's anything special about it. So you cooked fish on a board. I don't... That's... that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And again, I'm not going to go through a blow-by-blow, blow, but um, Artist Point was a disappointment. It was a real disappointment for me. This is, a, this is a high point for many people. But Wilderness Lodge itself, Dustin, what did you think of the lodge? You've never been there. <laughs> no, I've been, to, I've been to Wilderness Lodge several times. It's one of my favorites. That and Animal Kingdom Lodge. I, I just love the atmosphere there. Uh, what I did notice at Animal Kingdom, what? 
I'm just laughing because you're standing up oh, doing your jazzercise okay. and what you're yeah, doing. <laughs> um, well, Teresa had to leave, so I had to move my chair. Did she go to Publix? I don't know. No, no I don't think so. Um, what I do in the bathroom, turned to pubics. <laughs> oh my! Wow. He was worried about us. That's why we haven't been live before. Wow. Go ahead, Dustin. Okay. What I was going to say is it's a very self-contained resort. It's a, The grounds itself are pretty small. Yeah. And, and it's not like French Quarter or uh, Riverside where you can walk to downtown or uh, take a boat to downtown Disney or walk to the other resorts. You know, there's that kind of overarching or like the boardwalk area. It's it's very self-contained. And what I like about uh, Wilderness Lodge is if you're out back you don't see anything. There's no visual cue that you're in Florida. Right, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's pretty cool. It's one of those ones where they've done the sight lines okay. The other place I can do that is Germany. If you get in the Germany pavilion and look out, the trees block the uh, spaceship Earth. So you really get a visual that you're someplace else. And that's what Wilderness Lodge, Wilderness Lodge does for me. Yeah, I, um, again... I, I'm actually like planning in the next couple of months, I want to book a week there and really experience that. Cause I've never done that. I've never actually experienced that resort. So I kind of judged it and I want to go have the experience properly so that I can judge it properly. But based on this one day that we were there, I, I liked it. Did you guys do any kind of comparison with the Wi-Fi? Have you guys sort of did a thing? We did a little bit. I was pretty um, standard across everything. Yeah. I mean, it's not lightning fast. It's not like what you get at home. I think you noticed that it was better in the common areas, right? Common areas were definitely better than the rooms. Definitely faster in the common areas than the rooms. I don't know why that would be, but, you know, still. There was a kids club here, the Cubs Den, which is a nice addition um, to the deluxe resort. The marina reminds me a lot of Fort Wilderness on that sandy beach area. Sean and I took transportation round trip to to the Magic Kingdom. It was very quick. Yeah, it took about eight minutes. That's a great boat ride. We didn't even get off. And Attorney Sean, I said, you know how many people would just kill to just get off and walk into the Magic Kingdom and we're just taking a round trip? But I I love the resort. I think it's great. Yep. Definitely gave it high marks. Um, We've got to kind of speed it up here. We're going long. Um, Next up was Pop Century. And uh, let's talk about Pop and All-Star movies together so we can... Yeah, sure. um, What stood out for you guys? Um, They're both decorated with, um, you know, huge um, designs and statues based on the theme. Um, And so it's kind of just like every value resort. Um, All-Star movies obviously had the different sections for the different movies, Mighty Ducks, Toy Story... One hundred and one Dalmatians. An affair to remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From your eternity. <laughs> um, there's that like would a herb dinner with Andre. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, Pop Century is like Mama. there's different sections for every decade, <laughs> and uh, I don't know the rooms. Like Pete said, we're bleachy. <laughs> but we're bleachy. you know, once once you got past that fact, I thought Pop Century in particular, and even it also, I thought the rooms were really nice. Yeah, they're comfortable. Con- yeah, considering considering the price point, uh, Pop Century one ten a night, All Star <laughs> Movies one hundred one a night. I think that's really reasonable. I think I thought the food courts, while they weren't phenomenal, were average or better than average. Uh, again, the price point that you're getting for the meals. When you talk about a value, you know, a value vacation um, in this town for a hundred dollars a night, you can stay some pretty crappy places. And right. 
Did uh, you enjoy the pop the pop food court? I thought the pop food court was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't terrible. It was not. I, I, we you know we did we were we did say that it was probably worth the walk over to the art of animation. Yeah. Uh, food court because that I think that is the standard by which all food courts should be. Yeah, judged. that's phenomenal. Uh, but pop wasn't awful. It wasn't great. I thought movies was better uh, for that. But in terms of the rooms, I I thought, okay, you know what? This is clean. It's comfortable. It's nicely decorated. It's not tacky. It's not. I could definitely stay here. It's a place to sleep. It's, you know, if you're going to hit the parks, it's a great place. Right, it is. It's, it's a comfortable place to come back to after a day in the parks. Uh, maybe not as comfortable as the deluxes, but that's okay. Um, but you look at the number of kids in the pool in the middle of a day. And that's a good indication for how popular the pool is. Mm-hmm. And because sometimes you just don't want to go to the theme parks. You want to take a day off. Uh, these resorts have to be able... To support that. It's easy to do when you're at a deluxe. It's even easy to do to a degree when you're at the moderates. Um, it needs to be easy to do when you're at a value resort as well. And it is. That you can hang out at the pools. You can relax. And you're not really, you don't feel like you're, you're going on the cheap. I know some people have been complaining lately on the boards about the condition of the Pop Century rooms. Other than the bleach issue... I thought the room was in, our rooms were in great shape, and we ended up seeing two of them because we. And the moved second up. room was fine. It was 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 great. Um, what were the location of your rooms like? That's a big. We were complaint. all preferred. Okay. We we got preferred rooms uh, with these, and preferred rooms are just located closer to the food court. Right. We were facing the bowling pool. Okay, over there. Yeah, and uh, but it was good. It was a. I, I you know I I I've always loved these resorts. This is. These are the resorts that I went to growing up and and before I ever moved down here. Um, But now that we've come back, done the 7 and 7, I have a new appreciation for it after staying at the uh, more of the the higher-end resorts. And I still really love them. Well, this is kind of what I walked away with. And we're going to do Animal Kingdom Lodge in a second. But um, what I walked away with from this because it's the first time I've done it like this uh, even though we did something similar in the around the world tour I didn't stay at all those resorts we had a bunch of people with us who were kind of doing that stuff this is the first time I actually went resort 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 in seven days um, it gave me an appreciation for how good Disney is at this generally speaking of course they have their issues they have their their service failures they have their rehab issues sometimes they have cleanliness issues but there's something for everybody at every price point. You know, uh, you're not, you may not be, you, you may be giving up some of the amenities at a value resort, but you're not giving up, you know, uh, an experience. It's an experience to be had at the All Star Resorts and the Pop Century Resort, just the same way there is if you're staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge or Wilderness Lodge. Um, and I, 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 I said, you know, for the most part, with the exception of that room I had at the Caribbean Beach, every one of these rooms we got were, 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 were outstanding. Outstanding. Well-decorated, comfortable, not over-the-top, not tacky, just that, that the, the dirt and the dust in that Caribbean Beach room, that was, that was the only thing that marred a perfect record. Also, we got early check-in with every one of these resorts. Our rooms were ready. Um which was really nice. I didn't think that was going to happen. You will find, though, at the, the values, the arcades are massive. Hmm. All the arcades there yeah. are, 
are huge and fun. They're good arcades. What did you guys think of the size of the beds in the Value Resort? Again, they're doubles. So, you know, it's... None of you had to share a bed. No. Could you see sharing a bed with another adult? No, not a double. I, I can share with Julie. I don't think she could share with me. I can't. <laughs> I was just going to say, that's <laughs> like, Julie's, not a, Julie's not a big person. I mean, she's right. petite. Yeah. Now, Walter and I, uh, even when we're in resorts with two queen-size beds, he's in one, I'm in the other, because I, it's, just, it's ridiculous. He sleeps on an angle. Um, Don't you say a word. And <laughs> we get yeah. two staterooms. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but it brings me to our final resort on the tour, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, again, I uh, price per night for a Savannah View room three fifty eight. Uh, asked for an upgrade. How much the upgrade was? Another seventy dollars. Got us up to concierge. Uh, I love this concierge lounge at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's really cool. It's on the sixth floor I overlooking love, the atrium. I love concierge lounges in general. Period. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the uh, amount of candy you <laughs> ate was ridiculous. Yeah. Boy, it was jelly bellies. The only problem I have with Animal Kingdom Lodge concierge is their rooms tend to not have any kind of view. So you give up a view unless you get one of the ones that are sort of down the hallway. Well, it depends. You don't necessarily have to stay on the sixth floor to have concierge. You can have oh. a standard room. I, we had a room on the fourth floor. And you a can Savannah just view, use the concierge room. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. And our keys were, were coded so that we had access up to the uh, up to the lounge. Again, real consistent with Wilderness Lodge and Grand Californian out in Disneyland. Same designer. Um, I think his name is Peter Dominic. Uh, who who did these, uh, and you know it's it's a beautiful resort. The savanna is amazing. The pool is gorgeous. I love. There's something abs. This is I think the most photogenic pool for some reason. Oh, it really is at at Disney World. It's huge, and there's so many like trails around it. You can walk around, and there's I think even a bridge section. Yeah, you can walk over. And uh, actually, one of the Disney Park bench videos that we recorded. We recorded on the Savannah. We had uh, some people watching as we broadcast that live. Oh, yeah. Um, we were kind of testing it out. See I how... see a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this was the place where every meal was amazing. Boma for breakfast. Fantastic. Um, I'm surprised. Yeah, all the like food was Boma. pretty much just. The... Oh, I love Boma for I'm breakfast. I'm surprised at that. Why? Because I think it's very eclectic. And sometimes they mix flavors that I don't think you would enjoy. I've always liked Boma. I think breakfast is pretty standard, though. I mean, there are some of the African flavors, but I mean, they had just eggs and stuff. This was the best day. I mean, the food. Oh, no question. I mean, Food-wise, this was really the, Sean's day. This was. You should read his blog. He, he raves about it there. <laughs> yeah, it's well, like a dream. With, with good reason. I mean, like I said, Boma was great. Um, the food court. Uh, oh, it's called the Mara. The Mara. The Mara. Yeah. I think. I think they've got it. Uh, that I, I, I think they should, all at all the deluxes, they should go this route. We love the Mara. I didn't eat there because I overdid myself for breakfast. <laughs> so did you have a nap? <laughs> I, I should have. <laughs> I think we each got like five plates. Yeah. I think, yeah, we had five. I love oh. Mara. And of course, Chico. Chico. Again, what? you want to talk about pretty much, I, I think I've had one bad experience there out of like a dozen. Never had a bad experience there? Consistent, Dustin. Dustin's doing giving leg back there. What's that? What's? <laughs> I was stretching. Come on. 
<laughs> I think he's doing a pee pee dance. Do you have to go? No, I was just I'm, I was just stretching. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you're doing like Rocky Horror. You cannot he stretch on Rocky a live Horror. show, Dustin. Um, His leg was up in the air. He's wearing a high heel. <laughs> um, I, I, I've stayed at Animal Kingdom before. I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, what do you guys think? I stayed there before. I love it. I think it's great. With the, um, I stayed there with the kids. We had the room with the bunk beds. That was a nice touch. First time we put one of them in a bunk bed. So we, Julie and I were waking up in the middle of the night. Are they still up there? They didn't fall out, huh? <laughs> you would have heard them if they weren't. <laughs> but they, there's a nice playground area that's pretty much contained. Uh, we let them play over there. There's a, a nice kiddie pool or a smaller pool that is pretty much contained also. So we had a good time just letting them play and you know enjoy themselves. I feel like this is pretty much a perfect resort. The only con that I, I wrote down against this is that it is not in walking distance to anything. If it was, if it was like the location of the boardwalk or something like that, I think this would be the perfect I resort. I think the fact that they have the savanna with the animals, the, I, I think that puts this resort in a, just a completely different category from anything else. Um, it's such a unique experience. So the There's fact nothing that, like it anywhere. You know, I I don't need to be able to walk to Animal Kingdom when I can walk outside and see mm-hmm. all these different animals. And they're really good about how they, you know, get them out there. And, you know, you see, you see, you will see animals. Tasers. There. Tasers and cattle prods, yeah. That's how we have And to. they even label the generic hooved animals. So it's like there's little spinny things. You can tell what they are. <laughs> the generic <laughs> hooved animals. We painted this one to look like a zebra. We were standing near the fence, and Corey was barking at them like a dog to get them to come over. <laughs> <laughs> and it was working. I was it surprised. was working. Because <laughs> there are dogs. <laughs> Just painted to look like animals. Um, I think what Disney's done here is they re- someone realized that the location of this resort was going to be tough. Because mm-hmm. it's buses to everywhere you want to go. So they said, let's do something completely different and out of the box. And they did a fantastic job. And it's kind of like Kevin said at the, at the Wilderness Lodge, you feel like you're nowhere near Disney. Yeah. You don't see a castle. You don't see Spaceship Earth. It's just And I don't want, I'm not trying to get away from Disney. But after you've had a day of sort of constant stimulation, it's kind of nice to see a different view. But this, exactly. I think, is what Imagineers want wanted to do in general was to immerse you into that resort. Well, I, 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 I do. I absolutely love Animal Kingdom Lodge, but in part, not just the Savannah, but in part because the dining. I don't. Whether you're going to the food court, you're going to Boma, you're going to Jico. The dining, I think, is probably the best of any of them um, in terms of options, in terms of uh, just quality, uniqueness. It's just, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal food. They really get that right, and they get it right consistently. And I love that it's every place you ate, because I think mm-hmm. that's true. I think yes. all of those places are yes, great. Yes, every single one. Every single one had its own its own unique flair to it. And something, of, and the food was all really, really, really good. I also like the bar at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's called oh, yeah. Victoria Falls. Yep. I think uh, that's kind of cool. I like the way it's sort of midway between the first and second agreed. floor. Agreed. We were hanging out there for a little while. So if you guys, Dustin, if you had to pick one favorite of the seven. Oh, man. Um, I am torn. Um, 
It's either Riverside or Animal Kingdom Lodge. Leaning toward Animal Kingdom Lodge. Okay. Yeah. Sean? Uh, Wilderness Lodge, no doubt. Really like that. Yeah. And oh, that was your style. first time staying there, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's because he had a two-room suite to himself. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I had two balconies. <laughs> Corey Patrick. Riverside. Just wish they had a nice restaurant. That's it. Yeah, I'm... Um, I'm going to give my vote to Riverside, too, um, that if I had to pick one to go back to, uh, it would be Riverside. It would be close between Wilderness Lodge and Riverside. Um, but, uh, you know, fortunately, I don't have to pick one. I can go <laughs> stay at the mall again. Um, we are going to be doing this again. We're getting a lot of questions from people asking if we're going to be doing all the resorts like this, and we are. Um, our next one, our next 7 and 7, will be on the show May 14th. It will be our May 14th broadcast uh, when uh, that will go up, and which means we'll start putting them up on the blog the week prior. So I'm going to guess the 6th of May, blog.wwinfo.com. The next seven, we're not going to tell you what they are, and, uh, but they've already been booked and we're ready to go. So Before we close this out, yeah. I have a couple of questions. Sure, absolutely. Uh, why are we all wearing black? Uh, we're not coordinated and we're not all wearing black. Uh, I'm in black, Corey's in gray, Sean's in black, uh, Kevin's wearing maroon. John's in gray, Dustin's in black, Teresa's in blue, and Craig, what are you wearing? Uh, black and gray. Black and gray. Yeah. So some of us are in black, but it's slimming. Yeah, I don't think we actually. We did not coordinate it, outfits. Right, no. Right. Yeah, we're not that. We're not that good. Next question: Do you think this video podcast will change the way Disney cast members interact with us? Do you think it will affect? Our visibility. Do you think they'll recognize? I don't. Us? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think too much about that. I, I mean, I. I don't know. Could they can always add extra ounces to my steak. I'd love that. That'd be great. <laughs> I think Kevin and I get recognized from our voices from cast much members. more than people ever notice or see us. Yeah, and that's hard to believe. We're both seven feet tall. Um, so I think that yeah, I think we might get more people. Maybe not cast members, but I think we might get more listeners come up because they recognize right. us. Yes. What's your next question? I said I had a couple. That was it. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you were all looking at me like I was going to do something. I don't do things. <laughs> do things. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back with you again next time with another edition of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everybody. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Are we going to break and coming back? Or are we done? No, we're done. Oh, we're done. Bye, folks. Done. I'm turning you off now.